Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your yourself. Let's get this money. Hey boo, hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So today I wanted to talk about firing clients (laughs) or like telling someone that has inquired with you. So telling like a potential client that you don't want to move forward with them. And This is sometimes a really touchy and a really hard conversation to have, right? Especially when we're in a place in our business where, and and you may be in one of two places. One, you may be in a place where you are like, oh, I need more clients. Like, I want more clients, you know, but you just run across somebody who, like, they drain your energy before the relationship even starts. And my thing is, if you're stressing me out for free, I can only imagine how terrible it's going to be when you start paying me. And so it's important that we create that hard boundary and say, you know, I'm not going to let people stress me out, whether it's free or paid. Right. We don't need that. We don't need those problems. And then on the other end, you could be in a space where you have a current client and it's just been a nightmare. You know, it's been super stressful. Maybe deadlines aren't being met or, uh, you know, and, and it's not your fault. You know, now if it's your fault, that's a whole nother conversation. But <laughs> if it's because of the client, maybe the client is overstepping your boundaries, asking more of you, you know, asking, more, asking you to do more things than you're contracted to do. So you're not being compensated for it, you know, and there I've also worked with clients who you've had like a client that's been verbally abusive for lack of better words to you and it's always hard to figure out how to navigate these kind of situations where it's like listen I can't continue to work for this client anymore or I thought this client was good but I don't want to work with them and whether you are someone in your business or whether you're in a space in your business where you are actively seeking more clients or you're in a space where it'd be nice to have more clients, but you feel pretty comfortable and happy where you are. I truly recommend doing the same thing um, in, in either capacity. So let's talk about this. And the reason why this has come up for me is because I've had several clients who have mentioned to me about firing a client or how to navigate a conversation when you've started talking to a potential client and you're like, mm, this, is not, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And the first thing that we have to do is assess the situation. So I've had plenty of experiences actually where I've I've had to fire a client or I've had to tell somebody that was potentially interested, hey, like I don't think we're a good fit. Um, And I never phrase it like that. So, and we'll talk a little bit about how I phrase things, but I always start with assessing the situation, really taking a moment to sit back and say, what is actually happening here? And that could be a hard thing to do because it requires a bit of self-reflection. It requires you to ask the question, 
what have I done, right? What have I done? And the truth of the matter is, is that if you have a nightmare client, it's because you haven't actually enforced a boundary that you said, or you haven't set a boundary at all. And now it's just catching up to you, right? And you have to take ownership of that, right? As the CEO of your company, you have to take ownership of the fact that you haven't set boundaries. Other, you know, the other, um, on the other hand, because <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, y'all, with like love and empathy. But on the other hand, you could be experiencing where it's a new person, right? A new potential client. And you still have to ask yourself, what did you do? Because the thing is, is a lot of times when we are getting a new client, you know, they DM us, we're excited, right? We respond immediately. They ask us a question and we respond immediately. They ask us about a call. We jump on a call. They ask for a second call. We jump on the second call, right? We're super, super accommodating throughout the whole process. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? We want to be accommodating. We want to be responsive. But you, what you do from the beginning is what they're going to learn to expect. So if you start out responding immediately, they're going to always expect, a client will always expect an immediate response from you. Now, I'm not saying don't respond immediately. But what I am saying is, Think about the energy that you're giving off and putting out when you're trying to get a new client because it catches up to you in the long run, right? It catches up to you when your kids need you and you can't be responsive, you know, you can't respond immediately to a client and now this client is upset. So it's important when we are <laughs> in any stage in our journey of dealing with clients that we're mindful that our clients are only going to do what we allow them, right? You are the expert. You, you are the one that they are seeking out for help and support. And therefore, we have to create a safe space. Uh, we, have to give them, we have to let them know that they can trust us. But also, we have to set really firm boundaries so that people don't feel like, we're the only, like they're the only person that you're focused on. Because maybe you have multiple clients, right? And... You have a client meeting and another client needs you, you know, or feels like they need you because nothing's really an emergency. Let's be honest. If they feel like they need you and you don't respond, that could cause an issue, right? And we don't need those problems. So first thing we want to do is assess what happened, right? And that's what I always have my clients do, especially when we're doing one-on-one calls, especially inside the society. I'm always saying like, okay, let's take a minute and let's, let's assess what's actually happening here. Because oftentimes we get so stuck in our own feelings and emotions that we don't realize what is actually happening in front of us. So once you understand what's happening, once you can be objective, this may mean taking a second. And granted, sometimes we don't always have a ton of time to sit down and like think things through. But if you can just take an hour to separate yourself from whatever's happening, whether the client has made you upset or, you know, whatever the situation may be, give yourself an hour. And then really answer the question, what, what's happening right now? From there, you can make a decision. And I'm making this as simple as possible because the truth of the matter is, is that we don't need to be going back and forth and doing all this extra for people we don't want to work with. <laughs> just being serious, like just being honest. You know you don't want to work with this person. You know you don't want to keep taking their money. You know it's not worth your time, your energy, your effort. So there's really, no, there's really nothing to uh, think about, Right. But you have to make that conscious decision to say, okay, I'm going to let this person go. Like, I'm going to let this current client go because it's going to give me room for new people. Or I'm going to let this client know, this potential client know that I actually don't have space for them or I don't feel like they're a good fit, right? 
So after you've assessed the situation, you want to make a decision and you need to be firm. Like if you need to tell somebody, tell somebody, right? Tell your spouse, tell, tell, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Tell God, you know, tell somebody, you know, that you made this decision and be confident in why. And that's the other reason why you want to assess the situation, because when you decide, all right, I'm not going to work with this person anymore. You need to be confident in that decision. And you can do that by one, knowing what the actual problem is and knowing why it doesn't work for you. Is it because, are you saying no to this client because they overstepped the boundary? Are you saying no to this client because it's taking up entirely too much of your time and you don't have the resources for it? And that's okay to say, right? It's okay to say that the scope of the project is much bigger than you anticipated. Therefore, you're not a good fit. You know, you guys aren't a good fit for each other. That's okay to say. I've said that to several people where I'm like, whoa, what you actually needed for this project versus what you said, two different things. And this is outside of the scope of what I can provide for you. And that's fine, right? There's nothing wrong with saying that. It actually shows you up as an expert because you're being clear on, hey, this is what I can help you with. This is how me and my team or me and myself, right, can serve you. And outside of this, you know, it's a no for me. And that's fine, right? You have all the say because it's your business. Just like they can say whatever they want to say to you, right? Two-way street. So after... You've made the decision, okay, not working with this person anymore. Then we need to figure out how to deliver this information. And this is where things I see go wrong really, really quickly in the online space. I've seen a lot of people who they don't trust investing in a team member or a service provider or whatever because they've been burned by a prior experience with somebody where it was a lack or I'll even say like there was miscommunication. And so you want to be really careful and really intentional and really loving about how you let them know that this is the end of the relationship. And so what I always like to start with is one, validating them. Because at the end of the day, their business, their thoughts, their feelings are valid. And so what you want to do is you want to say, hey, X, Y, and Z, you know, I really love your business and I respect the fact that you do X, Y, and Z, right? You want to really validate them, validate what they do, you know, honor where they are, right? And really show them some love, genuinely, right? Because whether they worked with you or not, they still are a decent human being. Like, at least I hope they're still a decent human being, you know? So we want to start out by validating them. And that kind of, like, it kind of lessens the blow, to be honest. It lessens the blow. Hey, darling, I'm so excited to say that the Becoming CEO Society, my membership group, is officially open for enrollment. So if you have been looking for a safe space to come and just get really clear on your beliefs and values and your goals, you want help creating a solid strategy, a very easy marketing plan, right? Because since we don't got time to waste, so... Inside the society, you are going to be able to create a very easy marketing strategy. But the truth of the matter is, is that the perk behind the society is that you have access to a coach where you can ask questions and get customized support. A lot of times we join these different coaching programs and coaching containers, but we're not able to get customized support on what our exact business needs. And so inside the society, you're going to get no fluff, action-packed next steps so that you know exactly what you need to be doing next in your business. 
business from somebody who actually knows and is invested in your success. So literally, boo, I'm going to be walking alongside you. You literally have a coach in your pocket. And this is perfect for someone who you just have questions, right? You just have questions. You just have things that you want to work through and process and understand so that you can get to the next level in your business, whether it's more in depth with your faith, whether it's more in depth with specific business strategies, whatever it is that you're looking for, I'm pretty sure you can find it here, boo thing. Um, we're going to really be tapping into owning your authority and showing up powerfully as a CEO so that you don't have to use the excuse of being a perfectionist or use the excuse of the market is oversaturated right we believe in abundance we have an abundance mindset over here and so this this membership it's going to give you the opportunity to have access to a coach someone that has their eyes on you and your content and someone who just really helps you show up with confidence and no excuses like all of us ceos in the group already like everybody is so empowered and i am here for all that okay okay <laughs> so this society is going to really help you get really crystal clear on the next steps in your business but also put you in a position to where you feel really empowered about who you are as a mom as a business owner as a wife like whatever your capacity is we are here to support you through the entire journey okay so listen it does not get any better than this um another thing i didn't mention is that you also get access to my signature program the serve and sell on social program so this is a program that I ran by itself and then I was like you know what let me add a little spice to the membership and really just give you guys exactly what you need so this program that's inside of the membership what it will do it, it will give you everything you need in terms of marketing and sales so that you can really be successful online you know on social media wherever you are marketing your business so listen boo when I tell you that like this membership is a whole schmoo like honey it's a whole vibe you do not want to miss out on this so if you're interested click the link below i believe the link is mrskh.com forward slash bceo society but girl don't get me to lying honey just click whatever link you see below but listen you need to be in this space and i am here to hold the space for you so if you're needing someone to have your back if you're needing someone to support you to be able to ask questions and to just share whatever's on your heart this is the community and space for you. I can't wait to see you inside. So after you validate them, then you want to move into being clear about what your boundary is and what could have caused some sort of miscommunication, right? So if you know that the reason why you don't want to work with this person is because um, they, they are needing more than what you can provide, you know, or what you're willing to provide, right? It's not even that you can't provide it. You just don't want to, right? Some of us don't want to be on call for our clients. I hope none of us want to, right? Because nobody should be on call for their clients. So if someone is wanting that from you, or if somebody's wanting immediate access or to be able to text you and call you whenever they want, that's a problem, right? So if that's what you're experiencing, you can say, you know, hey, due to um, your need for communication, you know, ongoing communication, and my current client load at this time, I feel like the best thing would be, and here's the last step, offer them a reference, offer them a referral. And you can literally say, okay, due to the fact that you are crazy, <laughs> no, I'm just joking, don't, say, don't call them crazy, but due to the fact that they feel like they should, you know, that they need so much support, right? And you, you, we can say this all in a loving way, right? We can say it in a loving way, due to the fact that you need 
a lot of support in your business. I highly recommend at this time that you check out these two people or check out these three people um, because I feel like their client load and just their their business structure, whatever you want to say, is more fitting for your business. So you can lovingly redirect them somewhere else. And it may be a better better fit for someone else, right? So I'm a mom, right? (laughs) All my fellow moms, like, listen in. I'm a mom. I am at a place in my business where would I love more clients? Of course. Love it, right? But do I need more clients? No. So if someone is causing me a headache, even a little headache, like a tiny headache, I'm just like, oh, let's stop. Let me find you someone else because it's not like this is above me, you know? And what I will do is I will say, hey, listen, I respect your business. I fully see where you are. I understand that it's important to you that you have X, Y, and Z. But at this time, I'm finding, or, or, but at this time, my client load is such that I don't have the capacity, you know? And I even put it on myself. It's okay to put like a little blame on yourself so they don't feel bad, right? So you can just say, listen, I don't have the capacity. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to do X, Y, and Z. But I have two amazing referrals for you. I always give two referrals and they can do as they please from that point. You know, so I don't have the capacity, but here are two referrals. And this could be hard, right? I get it, right? I get it. I'm just now at a place where I don't feel like I need more clients. But maybe next month I'm in a place where I need more clients. And I recognize that it's only through God's grace that I'm in a place today that I don't need a client. But next month, I could totally need a client. Like anything can happen. Anything can change. You know, so I'm, I'm saying this with all the humility in the world. But it's really important that we set those firm boundaries and that we really, we assess and think through what's happening. Because so often we get in these weird situations with clients where we're working with someone who constantly oversteps our boundaries or we're working with someone who, you know, they never are able to get things to them on time. And I'm talking about myself there because one of my team members, Alicia, she's the bomb.com, but I never give her stuff on time. And could she fire me? She totally could. She could totally say, okay, listen, you just don't act right. And, and I would understand that, right? If she said it to me with love, you know, if she said it to me with love, I would totally understand and I would respect that. And so it's really important that when we are speaking to these clients, potential clients, whatever it is, that we speak to them with love. Because the way you treat them is the way that they're going to expect to be treated by other people. So it's going to lead them to mistrust service providers. It's going to lead them to not want to invest in other service providers. And it's also going to lead them to giving other service providers a hard time, right? Because if we don't treat them with love, respect, and empathy when they leave our container and our spaces, when they go into somebody else's, they're going to take that baggage with them. And so that's when you see clients that come to you and they say stuff like, well, my last coach my last manager, my last VA, my last this, you know what I'm saying? Like they say that and then they say something negative or they say that and they say, you know, well, we had to communicate like this because I found that, you know, this worked better. And it's because they've had a bad experience, you know, and they had a bad experience probably as they were firing the person or as the person was firing them, whatever the situation may be. So it's really important that when we're deciding, okay, hey, I don't want to work this person anymore. Of course, King would press the button. (laughs) But, you know, when they decide to or when we decide like, hey, I I can't work this person anymore. We have to be really intentional to the fact that we still should send them away with love. Right. We should we should still be kind and empathetic, even if we are boiling mad. You know, a lot of my clients, I know. I mean, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all come to me boiling hot with some of these clients. And I get it because I'd be hot. 
you know, I'd be hot too. If I was going through some of these situations that I hear, I'd be hot too, you know, and I've been there where I've had, you know, this client who was paying me nothing basically and was really just breaking my back, working his business, you know, and it, it made me not want to take on male clients, right? I don't even take on male clients because I just had such a crazy experience with this, this one client. And when I think back to it, could things have been different? Yeah. But I'm also really proud of the way that I sent him away, you know, with with all the love and grace and empathy I possibly could, because I realized when I took a second to assess the situation that there were so many other things that he had going on that it led to a breakdown in our communication. And because of that, I couldn't fully support him the way that he needed to. And to be honest, I didn't want to. Right. And so it's important that we take the time to assess what's happening so that we can respond with empathy and with respect, you know, and respond in a way that when you let go and when you walk away, you feel good. Like, have you ever fired a client and you just felt weird about the situation? Or have you ever like, oh, I don't know how to respond. So I'm just not going to respond at all. Like, oh, that's, that's even worse. You know, when someone's interested in me, you just don't respond. And it's like, yeah, I understand that we may not want to work with this person, but they still are worthy of a response. They're still worthy of um, a little respect on their way out, you know? So really assess the situation, really sit, take, take the time to validate them, right? To validate where they are. And maybe validate's not even the best word. Maybe it's just compliment, you know? Compliment them. Compliment what they've done. Compliment the experience you've had together if you've already worked together, um, you know? Or it's validating their feelings, right? Maybe this is, maybe you are having to fire a client because you're in the middle of a situation. And it's important that if, it, if you are in the middle of like an issue or a dispute, that you validate what their feelings are. I also want to make a disclaimer and say, when it comes to firing con- um, clients, make sure you're within contract, right? So make sure that like you are not within contract, but make sure you're following your contract. So if your contract doesn't allow you to just fire a client in the middle of your contract, you can't fire them. Like, don't, I don't want you guys to have legal problems. But if you're, you know, nearing that last month and they're wondering where the contract is or, you know, if it's time to re-sign the contract, you know, then then you can have the conversation. And maybe we might do another episode about how to, like, officially, officially do it. But I feel like I've given you guys a great template. Maybe I should put, like, a little template in the show notes that you guys can see an example of how you can fire a client or a potential client. But you really want to start with validating, you know, um, giving them a compliment. Then you want to pivot and transition into setting that boundary and just being really clear about what your boundary is slash was, right? And then from there, you want to give them two suggestions, three suggestions on other people they can work with. Because we want to, we want to send them out with love. And the truth of the matter is, just because they're not a good fit for you doesn't mean they're not a good fit for someone else. Like just because the client was bad for you, it doesn't mean that they're bad for other people. So for me, where I am in my business, especially with with it with my life, you know, just being honest, I I'm very intentional, I'm very specific about the type of clients that I take on. And just because they're not a good fit for me, and just because I feel like they're a nightmare client, I also have other moms, other business owners who I feel like the clients will be a perfect fit for and they won't be a nightmare. And so I would never recommend someone, like I would never refer a client if I thought that they would be a nightmare to that person. That's just me, right? <laughs> like here, it's not my problem anymore. I'm gonna just refer it to this person, right? I wouldn't do that. Um, so be, you know, have some integrity with that too, where when you are making these recommendations and referrals that you really send them to somebody that you feel like it would be a good fit and that they won't stress that person out. 
And in a case where you don't have a recommendation, right? Because I have had instances where I didn't have a recommendation. At that point, I recommend looking up and looking for like an agency. And the reason why I say look up an agency where you can recommend people to or, you know, like a program or something that you can recommend people to is because when someone is working with necessarily like certain types of agencies or certain types of programs and, and things like that, they tend to have a completely different experience with that kind of entity because in an agency setting, like you, you come correct. I'm just gonna be honest. Like when it, whenever you're dealing with an agency, like you, you come with a whole different type of energy. And so a nightmare client for us, independent people who it's just us and a couple of people on our team, we may not be able to handle the stuff that an agency would be able to. And so if you're a service provider and you're recommending someone, consider recommending these clients that are like a super nightmare to you to an agency because agencies usually have multiple team members and that they can figure out a way to actually support this client. So hope this was helpful. I know this was like a, I I didn't mean for this to be like a down, down um, (laughs) episode, Um, but I just meant this to be something that's real, you know, because we all, we all at some point or we all have previously dealt with a nightmare client that we were trying to fire. And we've probably all questioned, like, did I do that right? Like, did I handle that situation the right way? And the answer, like the truth of the matter is, is that nine out of 10, you did handle it the right way. You know, you really did. And it's evident in the fact that you're not working with them anymore. Um, And I'm pretty sure that after you stop working with them, you just had like a sigh of relief. Nightmare clients, like they're so like, and nightmare clients, again, they may be a nightmare for you, but not for someone else. But when they're a nightmare for you, it makes it hard for you to show up in your business. It makes it hard for you to show up in your life. And you have to free yourself up. You have to free up your energy because if not, it will suck the life out of you. And it will make it so hard for you to be productive for the other people that need you. And that's not fair, right? It's not fair. So we have to figure out how to get these people out. And the same thing with people who inquire with us and we realize they're not a good fit. It's okay to have to tell someone, you know what? Like, or don't say something like this, but it's okay to have the thought of, you know what? I thought this person was going to be a good client, a good fit, but I don't think so. And it doesn't matter where you are in the process of signing them. They could be about to sign their name on the contract and you can say, hey, listen, I don't think this is going to work. I've done that plenty of time, plenty of times. Someone is, I've given someone a proposal. I've given them the contract. I've given them the invoice, everything. And something happened and I was like, here's some, here's some recommendations. At any time, you can always dial it back. You know, unless you're already in contract, it's a whole different conversation. You have to follow your contract. But otherwise, if you are within your legal rights, go for it, boo. Like go for it. But let's just make sure that we're operating out of love, integrity, um, faith, right? Make sure that we are really just operating out of really good intentions because the way you treat this person as they're on their way out, like you'll start seeing it happen more around you if you don't treat them good. And I've seen countless examples of, you know, someone did a client dirty, you know, someone didn't treat a client with love and things started to fall apart. And it was because of the energy that you that you put out when you sent that client away. So it's important to be really intentional, but also to be very firm and to be loving, but also to set the boundary. And that's all that anybody can ask for, right? It's okay. It's okay when client relationships don't work out. It's okay when potential clients end up not being dream clients, right? 
And I truly don't believe this is even a matter of, oh, you're not attracting the right client. Because I hear this happen a lot of times where someone will say, you know, I just keep attracting bad clients. Or, you know, that like that's the blanket answer of like, oh, you got that bad client because you're attracting bad clients. And that's not always the truth, right? Sometimes people just find you, you know, and some the, in the beginning of our businesses, a lot of us start our businesses where we're doing word of mouth referrals. I have a client now who her business started with word of mouth referrals. And one person that's referring is not a dream client. And so is she attracting this person? No. But this this client keeps bringing their friends, which ideally is a great thing. But when you realize that it's not the person you want to be working with, then we have to readjust. And how you readjust is being really firm and saying, hey, I don't have the capacity to take on any more people. My books are closed, you know? And when you do that, then you open yourself up to being able to work with the people you actually want to work with and pursue those relationships. So that was all a long story short to say. Boo thang. If you need to fire a client, do it. Okay? Don't let anybody make you feel bad about it. If you want to hold on to them a little longer because you need the coins, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just know that what headache you're getting yourself into, right? If this is really what you want. If you have a client, a potential client who comes to you and you, they've signed the contract and, or no, they've, they're getting ready to sign the contract and you get a red flag or even a yellow flag, feel free to pause and ask and assess the situation to figure out, is this the right person for you? And if the answer is no, tell them that you don't have the capacity. And that is okay. You are the CEO. You are in charge. You are the boss. This is your business. You don't need people giving your baby a headache, right? You don't need people making your baby stress out, making you stress out. You don't have to deal with that. So hope this was able to help someone. I want you to talk to me about this. Like, talk to me about y'all nightmare client. Because I know, I know, I know, I know, I know we've all had one. And I know I didn't share a ton of stories, but baby, I could do a whole nother, a whole nother podcast episode about my nightmare clients. Um, because child, they be cray. Like, they be so cray. I don't, I don't even, like, they just be cray. So, <laughs> until next time, I'll talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.